Hey there, I'm Paul Lighting. You're listening to L.O. Governor, the podcast. I'm Abdullah, and with me today is our movie correspondent, Sam. Hi, I'm Sam. Um, I last on it, Saturday Sunday there, I I watched the Attack on Titan movie, and I personally find it as a bad adaptation and a very messed down on its own movie. Titans are actually the best part, but I suggest not to watch the sequel, which is like one month after the first one. So yeah, don't. Uh, well, Attack on Titan has always been shit. I don't yeah. care what anyone says. Uh, Shitty anime. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Not really a Yeah, problem. so, anyway. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, we had to re-record this episode because shitty internet problems, and that's all I'm going to say about it. I'm not going to go into full detail about it. If you want full detail about it, I'll go into it in a future episode, but not now, because really, if my fucking internet stops, I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm legit done. Yeah, we're... We're fingers crossing that the internet is actually really good this time, but TLDR, we have bad internet right now, mostly from him. <laughs> hopefully it'll be fixed, fixed by next week, hopefully. Yeah, so we are recording it around like August 21, and maybe by sometime in September, I think, regular happy schedules. So, yeah, yeah, I'll probably, depending on work and all that stuff, and we'll probably, I'll figure out a schedule, and if not, I'll probably find something. I'm, I'll find a way to make it up to you guys, and that's, that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to probably get, like, a guest or something, or an interview or something, I don't know, to make it up for the two-month hiatus. I don't know. Anyway, um, we want to talk about uh, as we as uh, those who have listened to the draft day episode, we talk. We we're going to talk about uh, tactical force. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, we we are. And um, okay. A long story short, I like this movie. It's a great fun B movie. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's really fun. Good, yeah. good, good movie to watch with the friends. Yeah, it's it's a good movie. Basically, uh, we, we should we put this into detail again? <laughs> but yeah, we we it's a pretty good. Uh, I, I'm, I'm this is what happens when I have to fucking record again. I I I have to figure out what I said before, and I'm like, fuck it. Well, none of, none of the jokes are gonna be funny again because I had all these funny jokes that I said in the first one yeah. before the internet fucked up, and then 
Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Basically, basically, we'll have to start with either we have to start making the jokes again and pretend pretend to laugh a fake laugh. We have to create a fake laugh just in case, or we can just like um, make new jokes. But I don't know how to make new jokes. Then you know, Stone Cold the Chronomancer. Wow. Um. So we so we're gonna have to dark side fill it. We're <laughs> going. Oh! <laughs> In this episode, Abdullah and Sam make fake laughs to make up for the old jokes that we missed. (laughs) There. Leanna, I need money on my Patreon, okay? (laughs) Alright, alright. Basically, what do you like about Tactical Force? There. Um... Well, you know, in an age of like the okay, let me let me just like try to review this movie as a serious like serious note. Like let's let's drop all the jokes and talk about this on a serious note. This to me is what the Expendables should have been. Uh, like yeah, yep. to, to to me like this is what the Expendables movie should have been. Like a, just a just a throwback to those old eighties cheesy as fuck. Uh, you know. Uh, B movies that that would flood the uh, video stores. Yeah, it it doesn't take itself seriously. Yet in a way, everyone is basically loving acting, directing, all this. This is a movie that is pretty much made with love, and it knows it's a very cheesy B grade movie. But in a way, it kind of works because of it. In an age where people like critically acclaimed deep philosophical stories, there will always be room for interestingly bad and fun movies. And, you know, this is one of the movies right now that we kind of need. I kind of want to see more of this, because, like, I, it's, it has a small cast, you know, shot on location, and they make it work. I don't know how they did it, but they made it work, because, like, most of the movie takes place in a, in a warehouse, and, yeah, it kind of does slow down a little bit in the middle, but I wasn't bored. I was never bored watching it. I was really interested in what was going to happen, and everyone was just having fun. Yeah. I really, really liked this movie, and it's just so weird for me to say it, but I really liked this movie. (laughs) Yeah. I basically also really liked this movie because, in a way, it at least knew it's a fun movie. It doesn't try hard to be, like, witty, banter everywhere, or... Or trying to be overtly cheesy, as in it's 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 not the word. It's be great, and yet in a way it doesn't try to be over the top, in or try too hard to be serious and all that shit. So yeah, so we'll have yeah, because because looking at like it's like looking at the cover and all this shit, and you're like, oh, it's a, another one of those super serious action movies with Stone Cold, and it's gonna be real shitty and blah blah blah. But then when, like, when I watched it, I'm like, holy shit, this movie's a lot of fun because it doesn't take itself too seriously. The cast are having a lot of fun with the material that they're working with. And it's just, it, it's such an homage to, like, the movies Tarantino grew up watching. Like, that's what I feel it is. It's, like, just a massive homage to, you know, the the movies Tarantino grew up watching at, at like, Blaxploitation um, theaters in the 70s. Yeah. And, you know, all the characters are actually in a way in its way very memorable i mean uh, i mean the la- i mean we, there's this guy who, who 
whose entire shtick is that he threw a stick at a hostage before killing the hostage's captor, which is kind of awesomely hilarious. And I kind of like it because it's like, oh, you think it's just going to be like a one-joke thing. No, his entire shtick is like he is a steak expert, and he talks about uh, bovines and the difference between bovines and uh, yeah. and, and bulls and all this other shit, and I'm like, that's kind of funny. That really yeah. is funny. <laughs> basically, there's, basically, the entire setup is, um, there, are four du- there are four dudes in a SWAT team. We get Stone Cold, who's abil- he has the ability to, like, take advantage of slow-mo to kick, to, to kick the enemy's ass. So I, I nicknamed him Stone called the chronomaster there's a guy who is in a weapon played by michael j white who who has um as a who, who brought a bb gun i think to to the to the first the, the first scene and then and then there's this token straight lace chick and you know steak guy who sadly died middle of the film why <laughs> i i kind of like that because it was so unexpected and, and it kind of like raises the stakes of yeah. Oh shit! Anybody can die in this movie, and I'm like, that's kind of interesting because usually yeah. with these types of usually with like these types of movies, they would never kill off any of these characters. It would just be like a cheesy cheesy action movie with like a bunch of characters going in and killing a bunch of hundred bad guys and all this other shit. You know, kind of yeah. like those fucking Expendables movies where no one fucking dies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a way. In a way. In a way. At in a way. At least. Actually. We'll go more into it later, but but the entire thing is four dudes who try so hard to be badass, expendable esque, everything is so awesome, action, action, fuck logic. In in a in a force in a SWAT in a team where it's all about it's all about protecting people, it's all about trying as minimal damage as possible. And in a way it kinda works here. They're just four goofs trying to be rogue in a SWAT team. Huh. Yeah, I, I kind of like it because, again, it's like these are characters who are not badasses. They're fuck-ups, but they think they're badasses. And and I think that really works a lot, uh, really well because, again, you know, you're casting like Michael J. White and Stone Cold Steve Austin, two guys who are known to play badasses in various movies... And you have them play like a parody of their of the of the character that they would usually play as. Yeah, here it's like they're kind of chill. They're kind of they kind of just love this movie. As in, what they basically? Oh yeah, then and then what do you think of the criminals in the movie? Uh, for, for, before we get to the bad guys, I want to talk about the black sergeant because he was really good in like the, oh, yeah. the couple the, the couple of scenes he was in. He was really good because. Again, he's so over the top when he's scolding them, and it's fucking hilarious as all hell. Yeah, yeah you, you actually did say that the um the te- the lesson scene was probably the one that make you got hooked into the movie. Yeah, yeah, because there's this like training scene where they're like where they have this uptight white guy tell them, well, you know, in a hostage situation, you have to do this, and then they just start fucking with them, and I'm like, yeah, I really like this because it shows them. It shows them interacting with each other in a scene that does not feel forced. Yeah, and I kind of like that a lot. I really okay. do. Okay. Basically, this the entire cast of characters is what I want the Avengers to basically be. As in, without the without the bicker, pointless bickering and fighting, just like four 
do is try and learn how to be superheroes by Nick Fury, and then those heroes are trying to fuck up Nick Fury in a way. So. <laughs> yeah, because that's kind of what I expect. What I wanted uh, out of the Avengers movies, where it's like, well, you got Tony Stark in a room, and no way, no way in fucking hell is he gonna get along with people properly because he's Tony fucking Stark. He doesn't give two shits. <laughs> But uh, we didn't get that. We got the st- stupid, oh, okay, I'll, I'll do whatever, because the fate of the world, blah, blah, blah. Shaking yada, 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 yada. Oh, yeah. All right. So, basically, actually, one of, what, actually, I kind of like that they were walking through halls, and then there's like a time jump with epic music. They're just like walking through the halls with, with epic music, stairs, epic music. Time jump. Oh, God. And, and, okay, let's get into the bad guys, because the bad guys are really interesting. You got the stereotypical Russian guy, and then you got the stereotypical black Italian guy, There's who is just so... typical black... Wait, is there really a stereotypical black Italian guy? There's, like, there's their particular Italians and token black guy. Yeah, but they put them all together, and they created the, black, the stereotypical black Italian guy, and he's amazing. He's... Yeah. He, he is, like, one of the best antagonists ever, because he, he is such a fucking douchebag. It's amazing. It's like, I oh, know. my God. <laughs> Basically, it's just, while the team gets the banter, the, the, the bad guys also get the fun banter, especially with the guy Kenny. <laughs> oh, God, Kenny. <laughs> oh, God. Best, oh. One, of, one of my favorite new party members. <laughs> It's like uh, you got the Russian guy who is the stereotypical Russian guy who, who is just who is just awesome because everything he says is fucking hilarious because it's said with just such such sarcasm that it's just amazing. Like there's no way for me to explain this because you have to watch the movie for yourself to to really judge. But everything he says is so fucking sarcastic and dry witted and it's just so so awesome. I, I love the dude yeah. so much. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then the guy that they were hostaging, the guy's Kenny, and then he's the typical guy with a guy with a suitcase type of guy. Yeah, the plot then turns into a into a, a Tarantino ripoff with about uh, a suitcase, and everybody wants a suitcase, and I'm like, that's kind of really interesting. <laughs> and then they went Pulp Fiction on us, <laughs> and knowing Pulp Fiction, it's always gonna be diamonds because. I'm, <laughs> It's always going to be diamonds, isn't it? That's why the stakes are now so high. It's diamonds. <laughs> and I love the scene where the, where the guy gets the case, but but not the, the that stuff in it. And then he smugly tells like Michael J. White, "Well, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to go home. Going to get go go to a shower. Go take a shower." shower. Get get into a jacuzzi with two bitches and you're gonna die or something like that. And I'm like, holy shit, this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, basically, basically everything that people just say is basically a meme. As in, it, between between the fuck the the other each is it. Pancake eating motherfucker. There we go. Between pancake eating motherfucker and basically a lot, many of the lines in Tactical Force. <laughs> no, really, it's it's already in the same caliber. Oh God, what was uh, what was? Um... Oh God, I love the scene where they they bring in the hired muscle guy, and then he starts beating up on the chicken. He's like, oh, they they sent a they sent a bitch to do a man's job, and then Stone Cold comes busting in. 
beats the shit out of him, and he's like, you're right, they did send a bitch to do a man's job. I'm like, oh! <laughs> awesome! <laughs> yeah, as in, as in the final move... No, the, basically the final move that Team Cold Day with the guy is the awkward shake, neck snap, and then the armpit sort of killed him. That's <laughs> <laughs> by armpit holder. <laughs> Lee Chan, hit him in the armpit. Oh, dear God. Oh, God. The only thing that would have made this movie better, which, again, I know it's a wrestling joke, but fuck it, it would have made this movie ten times more awesome than it already is if they yeah. had, like, if they had like Jim Ross running around giving commentary on everything. Where he's like, my God, King, he killed him. Stone Cold. Uh, oh, my God. What if, what if Ke- the Ke- Kevin Costner from Draft, they wanted to draft Kev- draft Stone Cold? Many, many things will happen. <laughs> oh, my God. Why don't, why don't we have a shared universe with Draft Day and, and Tactical Force? That should have been a thing. That should have been a fucking thing where, <laughs> where the stuff, where, where, where the final scene in the movie of, of, uh, of Tactical Force is the, is the, is the Kenny guy. Going up to Costner saying, here's the case you wanted. And I'm like, ah, oh, that could have been awesome. Oh, dear God. <laughs> and, yeah. Oh, dear God. The Kenny. The, Kenny's entire entire character is just, like, even after the guy dies, and then, spoiler alert, he comes back from the dead, and then people are, I, we saw you dead. And I, no, I just wanted to see what I was to see. But, dude, people. <laughs> He's basically like Kenny from South Park. <laughs> yes, that was the reference. <laughs> the best. That was actually a very fun reference. Like, oh yeah, Kenny. Da- Kenny was a- the Kenny guy is actually some sort of like, uh, inside guy for the for the for the t- for the police, and then, and then we realized, oh, they saw him shot shot dead, and then we're- and it was all sad because the new party member just died, and like, why did he resurrect from dead? I don't know. <laughs> Eddie. Oh God! I love the scene where he finds out that the the, the the black guy is an Italian. He's like, "Wait a minute! You're telling me that this guy, this guy right here, is an Italian?" <laughs> oh dear. Basic, basic, basically, basically the there's there's this final scene between Stole Cold and I think the leader do. Oh no! Wait, there's a there was a scene where what do you call that? Um, there the there were. Giving the girl, the Russian girl, a gun, and the Russian guy gets outside. And he's just spending the entire time smoking. It's like the, and then we're just going to hear like bullets in the background. No, no, I love the, I love the line where he goes, "We, we could be friends on Facebook. I have a Facebook." <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God! Why can't this movie be more popular? Why does, why does it have to be direct to video? Like I said, I want when I when I'm doing like when we're doing these shows and talking about these movies, I want. I want these movies to, to, to be more popular. I want, like, someone to go, oh, you know, I'm going to write Draft Day or I'm going to watch Tactical Force. If I can get, like, one person to watch, like, Tactical Force or Draft Day, I'm, I'm going to be happy. That's all I really want, to be quite honest. Yeah, same. I mean, I would just want more people to, to enjoy movies in a way that isn't trying hard to be the pretentious, snobby, critic people. As in, I don't mind those people, but we need more fun people to like B-movies, too. Like, uh, it's, again, like, this is what The Expendables should have been. Like, the problem with the first Expendables movie is, again, it's not about The Expendables. It's about fucking 
Eric Roberts going up against a fucking dictator. And I'm like, why do I give a shit about this? I paid to see the fucking Expendables. Why are they secondary characters in their own fucking movie? Yeah. Though, do you think this could have been Expendables 2? No, 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 no. There's not Expendables 2. I watched that now. <laughs> Arnold, though. <laughs> and Chuck Norris. No, I, the, the second Expendables movie is probably the best one. But that's not saying much, really. Yeah. Yeah, as in, they're trying to build up, they're trying to build up the Liam Hemsworth character, like, oh, he's so special, and then, boom, dead somewhere in the first 20, 30 minutes of the film, and they have vengeance. I did, I did like the second one more because of Van Damme, and he was, like, having so much fun playing the villain. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then, you know, Chuck Norris making a Chuck Norris joke, which was new. Yeah, I mean, I like the second movie a lot because it, it was—it's what the first movie should have been—a dumb, cheesy action throwback comedy. And I'm like, yeah, this is what the first one should have been. Yeah. And then they had to fuck it up by making a third one. There was a third one. Yeah, they did. I mean, have you haven't seen the third one? My, I was supposed. To, my dad's supposed to watch that. I don't know what of it. They had fucking Wesley Snipes. They break him out of jail, and he's like, "Oh, what did you go? What you're in for?" Tax evasion. What? <sighs> I think I think my I think some do, some local news here states that Manny Pacquiao was supposed to be in this movie. No, seriously, they were about to put Manny Pacquiao in the movie, the boxer dude. And I'm all, why? <laughs> what will he do? <laughs> I want him to be that guy who just talks in Phil. <laughs> He's just a one Filipino guy, and it's like, well, we gotta, well, we gotta have one Filipino guy because we just can't have black black guys. We need another Filipino guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, we should go back to tactical force before we end up through. We end up dominating like the rest of the next thirty minutes with awkward more B movie stuff. <laughs> No, I, I really like Tactical Force because I, I don't want to talk more in, like in huge detail about it because, like, to me, it's a movie that you have to experience for yourself. Like, you have to watch this to really enjoy the experience because if you're not watching it, then like I can't really do this movie justice by like talking about it because like yeah. it's so it's so really good, and I'm like, you know, more people should watch it because I can't I... really describe how amazingly fun it is. I really can't. TLDR, please watch it. It will make Abdullah happy. <laughs> and of course, the final line, eat my grandma. <laughs> oh my god. And then, no, actually, actually, the entire the entire thing is, um, Jay White found this, um, rocket, rocket grenade launcher bazooka thing, and then, and he starts talking about his grandma, and then, there, eat my grandma. Boom! <laughs> That's what made it fun. It's like, there's this awkward explanation build up and boom eat my grandma oh god i how awesome was the final scene where they're all captured and they're trying to to they're gonna get executed and then stone cold pulls his chrono powers once again dun 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 chronomancy (laughs) (laughs) i swear the entire i swear the entire swat the entire movie is just basically the world's best rpg party ever and then (laughs) just put them all in different guilds and just Fuck them up, bam. That will be a... Yeah, I mean, uh, fucking Stone Cold is the chronomancer, Michael J. White is the warrior, the chick is the chick, and Bovine Guy is... (laughs) Butcher. Bovine Guy is the barbarian. (laughs) Butcher. We'll just call him the Butcher. 
for some yeah. reason. <laughs> but yeah, but, though though the the entire thing is that they one guy died there the guy ended up dying by being impaled by tetanus. He's not gonna yeah. die by he's not gonna he's not gonna <laughs> die by by being impaled. He's gonna die by tetanus. Wait. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, every fight scene is actually interestingly choreographed in a way, and in in a way it's also kind of fun. The characters, the banter is good, the choreography is good, the the dialogue's good, but it's more of the see it to believe it. The, if you if you overtly trust the two dudes to recommend you the movie, yes, please, please trust us. Not really, but <laughs> please trust us. Because I watched this movie and I'm like, I want to buy this on DVD and Blu-ray now. Because I'm like, this movie, this is a movie I have to have in my collection. Because it's like, you know, if I don't own a physical copy of this, I'm I'm gonna be ashamed of myself. Because I really love this movie so much, yeah. I want to own a physical copy of it. <laughs> yeah. Wait. What else should we talk about in Tactical Force before we close? Or or we should be ta- should we talk about something else? Or should we continue about? I, I I think I think what 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 I like most about Tactical Force it, it just goes to show you that just because you're working on a low budget and you're stuck with DVD, you know, quality stuff, doesn't mean you can't make a good movie. Yeah, yeah, it it really is a good movie. Personally, mostly because it basically because you get dudes who enjoy who who love to do the ban- the banters are made with love the scenes are made with awesome love they fuck logic and in a way it's still kind of restrained and basically this is a movie that's made with love and you kind of see it i think even stone cold and michael j white are loving this shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, yeah correction you have the case but not what's in it and he opens it and he's like kill them kill them all <laughs> you, we will never know what's in that case but we'll always say it's diamonds we'll always say it's diamonds <laughs> oh god <laughs> And I love how where he's hidden it, he's hidden it in the bathroom. That's why he constantly keeps asking, can I go to the bathroom? And he's like, no, he just went. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah. You know, the sad part is, as much as I like the stone cold neck snap armpit death, um, why, it would have been fun if the girl can just cheap shot the attacker. You know what I mean. <laughs> But then, but then we wouldn't. Have, but then we wouldn't have gotten that awesome one-liner. That would. That was an awesome moment. Yeah. Come on, you can't, you know, yeah, come it, was on. A, it was an awesome moment. I gotta admit. <laughs> oh god! If there was ever a weak thing, I would have to say like the female character on the main team is kind of eh, like she's but, not anything to write no, home actually, about. Actually, I think her existence is truly the chick of the team, as in every action movie will always have the chick in the team and instead of the chick being forced to do something she basically does something and fails because it's kind of weird because it's like she's she's an okay character but then like you have the other chick in the other team and she's a badass i really liked her she, she does, is a fucking badass she even <laughs> did a stone cold chronomancy took advantage of slow-mo punch on the guy <laughs> Oh god, I just I really like this movie. It's just so fun. I don't I don't understand like how it's not more popular. Watch this movie. Make Abdullah happy. 
Like, this is a good movie to, to, to get a couple friends over, put this movie on, and just watch it and have fun. Like, you don't really need to think a lot about it, to be quite honest. Why is it that people always want, whenever they want to watch a movie, they always have to think about it? Even in the, in the movies that actually take it, that doesn't take itself seriously. Why do people who want to watch, some people want to be critics, want to watch it, they have to think about it. Like, it's just a- well, like I kind of I kind of miss the days. Like I I kind of wish I had more friends because I would have I would have loved to to get some friends over together and we could just like watch it have a bad movie night. That would have been awesome because I would um like really because here's the thing like to me like uh, I'm just gonna go on like a little you know talk about a little extra about B movies. Uh, so if you're not interested, just stop the episode right now. But if you're like interested and want to watch the uh, if you want to listen to more of this, then go ahead. But if you don't, then, you know, we're going to stop talking about Tactical Force now. We're done, okay? Yeah. TLDR, it's good. Please watch it. <laughs> Make Abdullah happy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, what I love about B-movies, and, and and this is the thing that, like, most people don't understand. Like, with, with B-movies... They are the kind of movies you just buy, put it for, for a movie night. Like, they're not movies that you want to go to the cinema for. Basically... You look at... Go on. You go on. You go on. No, no, basically they're they're cheesy movies that you buy on DVD or Blu-ray or whatever, get a couple friends over, have some beers, and just get drunk and start riffing on it. Yeah. Basically... This is the ty- these are the type of movies where you can actually be okay with the fucked up logic, the fucked up continuity, the fucked up... It would... As in, if there's a... Like, you can see a bajillion mistakes in the movie, but if it's made with love, it, if, it, if it gives it that nice little charm and interesting effort that they got, it's that type of movie. It's the type of movie that people should watch sometimes when they want the downtime. Oh, God. I, I just want to go back to that Tactical Force real quick. Yeah, um, Tactical Force. One of the things that really made me laugh, and you could tell this is on a budget, is is the car chase scene where they're just, like, going around in circles around the fucking warehouse. <laughs> oh, my Because they, they don't have permit to shoot anywhere else. No, actually, that is that is that is really hilarious. That is personally hilarious. It's like, <laughs> there, we we got our budget. Let's let's take advantage of our budget. Let's just have a car chase around the warehouse. Because you can tell, like that, that was the only place that they could shoot for. Because they were like, oh, we only have like DVD money for this. We don't have like you know, you know, big budget blockbuster movies budget. So we'll just have to shoot it like. You know, in a, in a warehouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically, that's basically, basically, this is the power of B movies. You gotta be more creative than that. You gotta be more. You gotta be creative when you get limited money. This is why I I raise eyebrows on the big budget quote unquote B movies, and then they have the budget. They just try to really, really not be creative with it. They just, like, go over the cliches and stuff and not do it with love. Uh, you know, I... I again, like, uh, to me, the appeal of B-movies is just sitting, you know, having a couple friends over, grabbing a couple of beers, and just putting on 
the worst crap you can think of. I mean, don't give me that shit about, oh, well, I'll just watch the Mystery Science Theater episode of said movie. I'm like, no, anybody can watch Mystery Science Theater 3000. But it takes – it's a lot more fun to get a couple friends together and start ripping the movie on, you know, yourselves. Basically me with friends, Attack on Titan movie, best it was the it was a man movie, but it was the best riffing that we did in a long time. Cause, Cause that's the appeal, and I kind of wish when when me and my cousin went to see like Terminator Genesis, oh, we kind of ri- that we kind of rifted uh, rifted a little more, but like there were a lot of people there, so I was like, yeah, there's no fun. Riffing. Luckily, luckily the <laughs> luckily the cinema that we're in, they don't really care us, and we just rift and rift, and the ones like shh or Tamika, be quiet and. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and basically, and basically, just basically this one time, I actually yelled. We all yelled out my leg. As then there's the scene that the a titan was eating the main character's leg, and then he fell, and then there's no leg, and, then all, and we basically did the SpongeBob my leg. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know, it, was, it, was, it made it made the some parts of the theater kind of laugh. That's <laughs> 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 joke. Wrap <laughs> uh, up those titans, cause I'm sure hungry for ow my leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and actually one of the best jokes, one of the best scenes is um, uh, we find out in during the attack um, it was a they changed the they changed up history a bit um, the leading lady character sort of um got missing. When there's like a, a bunch of Titans attacking, and then and then she's she was outside, and then the main character's inside, and then she was holding the baby, and then when she returns, it's like oh she's back, she she was alive around two years later, and then she's like the baby died, and then she showed him the scar, and it's like the entire the only joke that I got is you threw the baby and ran, you threw the baby at the Titan and you ran, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> It was was either me or the baby, and you know, to be to be quite honest, I wanted to abort him anyway, so you know, no big loss here. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, I mean, I will not talk about. I won't take details. I don't want to talk you all too much about the Attack of Titans thing. But TLDR, riffing with your friends will make any terrible movie very very tolerable. As in, you can do MS3TK and riff tracks, and you want to hear a bunch of dudes listen, be funny and make jokes, and that's great. But nothing takes away from the fun experience by five wise cracking kids watching a bad movie. Just be mm-hmm. with friends, watch a movie, make jokes. Better Because Because even when I'm like watching movies, I'll just start ripping on them like by myself, because I'm so used to it. Like... I remember watching like what was it, uh, Big Big Hero Six, and I was starting to riff on it because I was getting so bored. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, um, what I do is, um, because my friends live in like different parts of Middle and we really meet together via Skype. We plan these nights, and then all we do is we watch like basically we watched. We recommend really bad movies or low-budget movies. Actually, once we actually watched North Korean Godzilla, Pulgasari, and all we did was, like, find a thing, think it, type what we think there. 
we made lots of pot chokes because of the iron, because uh, Polkasari eats a lot of metal, and we took a lot of pot chokes. <laughs> oh, you should watch that. That's a good one. That's a really uh, good, bad movie. Uh, actually, the next movie me and my friends are planning to watch was meant to be Godzilla's Revenge, but the problem is that we don't have a good torrent to finish it, so we're... Sh- so I'm we're still thinking of what a good movie to watch because we're not gonna watch the sequel to Attack on Titan next month and we're not gonna plan to go out next month for that reason. So we're no, fine. like like I said, Zat is a good um, is a good terrible Z-A-A-T, movie. D A A T, right? Yeah. <laughs> Man, shot. It's really low budget and crap. How low budget <laughs> are we talking about here? Like the, the monster suit. Oh. Dear God, this is <laughs> awful. It is fucking awful. <laughs> oh dear God. If, if our, yeah, so basically, basically, watching watching B movies is great. Watching B movies with friends, lots and lots better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so that that's pretty much it. Like I got nothing more else to say. If you wanna. If you want to talk about something else real quick, nah, but um, nah, not yet. Nah, nah, I don't want to bore you all with the Attack on Titan movie. No, really, I really <laughs> don't want to bore you guys ever. Uh, anyway, so that's pretty much it, and we'll see you all later. Bye bye. Bye bye.